This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth Podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Tuesday, October the 8th, 2019. It is quickly approaching 12 noon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, First and foremost, I want to wish our Jewish brothers and sisters a very happy and blessed Yom Kippur as it begins this evening at sundown. And as Catholics, today on October 8th, we celebrate the feast of Our Lady of Good Remedy, a very special and blessed title that our Blessed Mother received from St. John de Matha as our Blessed Mother performed, gave miraculous assistance with Jesus to help St. John Damatha in their fundraising need to buy back Christian slaves roughly a thousand years ago. Actually, about 800 years ago, pardon me. Roughly 800 years ago. And Our Lady of Good Remedy has been instrumental uh, in my own life, in the life of my own wife, for many answered prayers. Which goes to my next point. It's also my wife's birthday, so I wish my wife, Janine, a very happy and special birthday today on this October 8th. So before I I wasn't sure exactly what Jesus wanted me to talk about today, but I felt like I opened my heart up and I feel like I have something that I really desperately want to share with you. And the message is why everyone should read the Diary of Divine Mercy. Why everyone should read the Diary of Divine Mercy. Now, first things first, if you've ever listened to this message, you know I speak a lot about the Diary of Divine Mercy because it has been life-changing. It's so awesome. Now, the understanding is this. To understand the Diary of Divine Mercy, you have to understand uh, the origin, which is this. From 1925 to 1938, Jesus appears to Sister Faustina, who becomes St. Faustina, in Poland, And Jesus appears to her physically hundreds of times. He tells her hundreds of things. Everything Jesus tells St. Faustina are in harmony, in accordance with sacred scripture, with a very special and specific emphasis on his mercy, his goodness, his omnipotence, his kindness, his ability to work miracles, his ability to hear and answer our prayers, the importance of submitting to his will for a sea of blessings, the presence of the Holy Trinity. It is life-changing. It's an absolute life-changing. So why everyone should read the Diary of Divine Mercy is because it will make you happy, so happy. So if you have never, if you're not familiar at all, I'm going to send you, first of all, obviously, listen, this message is a great idea. Uh, you should really check out the divinemercy.org That's a great website that the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, I believe they run that website. They're the official promoters of the Divine Mercy message. Uh, If you have the ability, I think you can actually probably find the the diary online for free in a PDF file if you searched it. Uh, You can also, of course, obviously order 
The Diary of Divine Mercy. It's about 700 pages. Uh, you can order it from anywhere you would order a book. But I, I, I urge you, I urge you with everything I have to read The Diary of Divine Mercy. And you don't have to read it from front to back. It's 700 pages. But what I recommend to is definitely getting it, familiarizing yourself, most importantly, with the promises that Jesus makes in this diary. And to understand this, Jesus makes it incredibly clear that everything he says in the diary is meant for all of us so that we can profit. So when Jesus is talking to St. Faustina, he is giving you a message, a message of faith, hope, and love. There are so many promises in this diary that will get you enthusiastic about your faith. But I'm going to have to read a few. All right, first of all, this is one of my very favorites. This is one of my absolute very favorites. Let me see what page this is on here. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me do this. Let, let me. All right, first of all, here's this. A prayer that Jesus teaches through the diary is called the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy. I believe it airs on EWTN at 3 o'clock. I know it airs on Relevant Radio at 4 o'clock Eastern, which is 3 o'clock. They do the show in Wisconsin, so 3 o'clock there uh, in the Central Time Zone. But Jesus makes this promise. Through the chaplet, you will obtain everything if what you ask for is compatible with my will. Think about that for a moment. Everything you could possibly want can be achieved through praying the chaplet as long as the requests are in accordance with God's will. Now, prior to reading the diary, prior to reading the diary, I certainly had more of a fear to do God's will. What the diary makes clear are those two promises I just referenced right away. And the beginning is this. When we submit to God's will, Jesus promises a sea of blessings. Think about an ocean. An ocean, a sea of blessings. All good things. Anything you could possibly want, desires in that sea of blessings. But what are we asked to do? Say yes to God. We have to say yes to God. So that gets you, rather than be afraid to do God's will, you're, you're excited. You're pumped up about it. You're fired up. What else does Jesus promise? He promises the presence of the Holy Trinity dwelling within us when we say yes to God. Those two extraordinary promises, from, I can only speak for myself, but they have helped get me past the fear of doing God. We all have a fear of doing God's will. What if, what if God asked me something that, I'm, that I don't think I can do? What if God asked me something that, that I don't want to do? What if God asked me something that's, that's too challenging for me to do? These are all things that we ask. But what does Jesus say? He's saying, you will receive a sea of blessings. You will receive the presence of the Holy Trinity. Just say yes to me. Just say yes. That's why that prayer, uh, that song, I say yes, my Lord. I love that song. Because what you're really saying, you're asking for, you're asking God for that sea of blessings. Get excited. And you're not even worried about the fear anymore because you're so pumped up. You want that sea of blessings. You want the Holy Trinity. But we need to say yes to God. Another promise I don't know if I can find this right now in the diary, but I know it off the top of my head, that's for sure. Jesus says, no soul that has called upon my mercy has been disappointed 
or brought to shame. No soul that has called upon my mercy has been disappointed or brought to shame. Amen. No one wants to be disappointed in life. No one wants to be brought to shame. Jesus is saying, if you simply call upon my mercy, in other words, just ask Jesus for his mercy, ask from your heart, you will not be, I will not be disappointed. Things will work out well for us. I'm going to read this promise. This is another one of my very favorites. I have a lot of favorites in this diary. This is what I'm saying. You need to read it. This is, I always love to try to give dates, but I don't think, uh, it looks like actually summer 1935. We'll go with that. August 1935. Jesus says to St. Faustina, why are you fearful? And why do you tremble when you are united to me? I am displeased when a soul yields to vain terrors. Who will dare to touch you when you are with me? Most dear to me is the soul that strongly believes in my goodness and has complete trust in me. I heap my confidence upon it and give it all it asks. Amen. Going to read another promise. Jesus says this, my love deceives no one. What does that mean? It means he is telling us the truth. Believe it. He's not trying to trick you. Our Lord does not deceive. He does not tease. He tells the truth. Jesus says that, that he is the truth. Therefore, everything he says is the truth. In other words, he, in other words Jesus only speaks the truth. Take him at his word. Why? It only makes sense to believe the truth. You will be so positive. You're going to be so happy. Because it's going to deplete and diffuse confusion. Another promise Jesus says, Oh, how I love those souls who have complete confidence in me. I will do everything for them. Amen. But what do we have to do? Place our confidence in God. What happens? Well, when that happens, we stop worrying. We learn about the sacred image in the diary of divine mercy. That's where we see Jesus with his Right hand raised in blessing, his left hand pointing at his sacred heart with the red ray pouring forth, the blue ray pouring forth with the signature at the bottom, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus makes great promises to those of us who simply venerate the sacred image. He promises victory over our enemies here on earth and especially at the hour of death. Jesus promises that many graces will be poured forth by simply venerating the sacred image. Another great promise Jesus makes about repentance. Jesus says this, Write that I am thrice holy and I detest the smallest sin. I cannot love a soul which is stained with sin. But when it repents, there is no limit to my generosity toward it. Amen. Divine generosity is so special. And Jesus is telling us, if we simply repent, if we simply repent, we receive the benefits and the blessings of divine generosity. 
Two more promises I'm going to read from this great diary. And I just hope that when you're, when you, hopefully, you know, you finish listening to this message. And I, I just, even if you, if you, if you don't purchase the diary, go to the divinemercy.org and familiarize yourself with these promises. But I do, or like I said, you can, I believe you can get it online for free. You can download the PDF. You may just have to, you know, whatever search you would use to do that. Probably I would search Diary of Divine Mercy, free download PDF. I would imagine it would come right up. Two last promises I want to read. Jesus says, My daughter, know that my heart is mercy itself from this sea of mercy. Graces flow out upon the whole world. No soul that has approached me has ever gone away unconsoled. No soul, I'm going to say that again, no soul that has approached me has ever gone away unconsoled. Amen. What does that mean? It means you're going to walk away feeling better. You know, we don't know, and this is what we, we this is what, when we pray for something, when we ask God for something, we don't know, it may not be in accordance with God's will. We don't know. It may be, there's been things I've prayed for where Jesus has been more generous than I've asked. There's been times when I did not get what I prayed for, but I got something that said, wow, that's awesome. I was consoled, for instance, with regards to uh, professional things. I've been praying, obviously, a lot for, for my career and for our finances. And I'm, I have hopes and aspirations that, that God's taking us to where I believe he's taking us. But when I make that prayer and I ask for a blessing upon my career, a blessing upon my finances, when I ask Jesus to bless my career and my finances, I get something. I get, and I go, wow, I, I was consoled. I received something. And you will too. You will too. That's the point. And consolation is Jesus clearing the confusion and speaking the truth to you for healing. I wrote in my book that many people say that the truth hurts. But see, no, I don't believe that. If Jesus is the truth, how can he hurt? In other words, Jesus heals. In other words, the truth heals. And that's what consolation is. The ability sometimes to hear the voice of Jesus. Forgiven that grace. Maybe not audibly, but through our soul or through the conversation of, of someone that Jesus has sent to our lives. That's consolation. So we feel better. We got, we, we, right? That's consolation. And I'm telling you right now, there have been times in my life where I prayed for something and I got way more than I thought I would get. And you will too. That's divine generosity. Last promise I want to read, I want to, read to you is this. This is why we should never ever, ever, ever give up and never lose hope. Jesus says this, sooner would heaven and earth turn into nothingness than would my mercy not embrace a trusting soul. I'm going to read that again. Sooner would heaven and earth turn into nothingness that when my mercy not embrace a trusting soul, I'm going to read it one more time. 
Sooner would heaven and earth turn into nothingness than would my mercy not embrace a trusting soul. Jesus, we trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. When we throw ourselves upon the Lord's mercy, he will always catch us. Things will work out well for us. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm asking you to believe Jesus. He will never fail us. He will never let us down. And one of the great ways to see divine generosity, divine mercy, is to say, Jesus, I trust in you. And throw yourself spiritually upon his mercy and you will receive blessings on your mind. I'll say that again. You're going to receive blessings. Good things. Blessings upon your mind, body, heart, soul. You're going to receive blessings in every aspect of your life. Amen. Jesus, we trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening and supporting the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.